talking so fast you can run his podcast at point five. Results are conclusive, just know that he argues both sides. His GM is a shadow of his normal self. Doppelganger stealth. Hello everyone and welcome to season 3 episode 3 of the Shadow of the GM podcast. It is October and what does that mean? Well, yes, Halloween, but that's not the thing I'm going to talk about really. What I want to say is more about OSR October. Yes, it is OSR October. What does that mean? Well, it means bringing positivity to the OSR and today I want to do some stuff this month really around about reviewing some products that are OSR related and probably not the most obvious ones you've seen some more interesting ones from my perspective anyway so with that in mind today we are going to be reviewing Warlock exclamation mark by Fire Ruby Design is it the best game in the world is it the worst game in the world well there's only one way to find out so let's just get into it Oh my word, Warlock is the best game in the world. How can it not be? It is based on some of the classic mainstays of old school British RPGs, BOSR if you prefer, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay and Advanced Fighting Fantasy. With those two epic games behind it, how can you argue that it's not the best game in the world? But, but, it gets better than that. It's rules light, so it takes what it wants from those games, the things that make it special, captures the mood, but doesn't bog you down in those complex systems that come with it. Oh, and it has the classic black and white artwork, that amazing OSR artwork that we all love. And, as well, because it's based on those better games and some other ones we can mention, it has amazing character progression as well, step-by-step progression that seems meaningful and linked to your careers as you move through. Oh, and what's getting better than that? It has critical tables, critical tables that leave your PCs maimed or dead, but maimed more for the fun. Do you want to have a missing eye? Well, now you have a missing eye because that critical table, oh, you just gotta love it. Lots of supplementary materials as well. Fire Ruby designs are amazing. They have a huge line that comes with it to support it. With lots of supplementary rules, extra rules, you want to add stuff to it. How can you not love it? Honestly, if you want the best bit of BSR out there, then look no further. This is the best game that you can have for BSOR out there. End of story. <laughs> The best game, the best game, are, are you, I mean, I mean, WHFRP are you talking about? This game doesn't want to know what it is. You're taking a D percentile system and a D 2D6 system and you're mashing it up into some sin against nature. Why is sin, you ask? Simply, D20. A D20? Whoever used a D20 back in this old school style? Like, not even the right dice from the systems it came from. Where's my good old 2D10? I mean, what, what is this? Like, I mean, and you attack something in combat in this game and it has a chance to hit you back at the same time. What is that about? And initiative, it's like the you go, I go. Is this a war game? Is, well, am I playing a war game here? Is it meant to be a role-playing game? I mean, I'm not here playing fantasy battles, am I? It's meant to be a role-playing game. Honestly, this game is the worst. You, you, can't, you can't just throw bits of games together and hope they work. That, that, that's just it. You've just ruined BSR for me. That's it. I'm, I'm done. So with all that nonsense out of the way, let's maybe talk a bit more, a bit more logically about the game. So... Warlock, with an exclamation mark, it's important in the name. Um, it's something I purchased a very, very long time ago, and I've struggled to really get it to the table. So I started experimenting quite recently with a bit of solo play with it, and I've, I've quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Um, 
There are some things I find curious about this design. Uh, you know, part of me, because I am old and nostalgic, would really like to have been a percentile system. Um, I mean, I do kind of get why they went with the D20 design, because they've changed it from a roll under percentile to a kind of roll high thing to match the sort of more advanced fighting fantasy style thing. Um, and it fits better with that kind of numbers than it does with a percentile system, especially if you look at things, how combat works, because the idea is you try to, it's an opposed roll and the highest kind of wins, and that's easier. thing is, you could have done it with a percentage system. I mean, you know, you could just do percentile, add your percentile to your roll, and for 100 you get the target 20 thing see the target 20 thing i should have probably mentioned it in my worst of thing you know it's an interesting choice um because you know it's that whole idea that you're kind of aiming for 20 and the idea with the game mechanism is that you roll your d20 add your skill modifier and you want to get 20 or higher and that works for your unopposed checks but the opposed checks are just highest wins and again if you do that with percentile you could just aim for 100 percent. but i mean if you do that you're basically playing role master yeah that's that's role master it's most basic you roll a percentage add your skill you're aiming for 100 that's how you succeed so really you know you could probably maybe try it that way i am very tempted about whether i'd sort of take this game and hack it a bit and then make it a percentile system and kind of go back to my old school roots that way and um, but to be fair the d20 it kind of you know in some ways it matches it and um, in some ways i would have liked that the way i'm leaning these days with games i quite like the multiple dice things like you know if you roll 2d6 3d6 and add it to it instead but it's slightly more complicated and um, if you look at how the skill progressions work you'd have to mess with the system a bit more because as the game stands with the d20 and a percentile based system you have like with your basic skills about 25 percent chance of succeeding if you use those same skill levels and add 3d6 to 20 you're going to be a lot harder at a low level to be competent so i guess it's a question about how competent you want your starting characters to be in things but you know it's not the end of the world um things i really liked about it i like the idea that you can use this game to run uh, warhammer fantasy roleplay type adventures but without the whole being in the whole system of Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay into it and um, makes it a quite easy entry game which I kind of like from the OSR kind of style behind it. I really enjoyed the critical tables. I made some comment about them before. You know, being a role master fan back in the day, I love my critical tables. And so I do like that this game has those kind of things and you're getting quite serious injuries. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit about some NSR stuff in the way that your stamina isn't like your... It is your hit points in a way, but it does recover. Well, you recover half of them when you rest. Um, but then after that, it's once you drop to zero that you then start going into effectively negative numbers. That's when you roll actual damage and wounds. So your stamina is more like rolling with the punches, much more kind of how it was implied with D&D, really, in some sense, and some of the other games, but much more kind of explicit in this. And it's only when you actually get past that you then start taking meaningful injuries. So I did kind of like how that system worked. Um, it's one I want to try a bit more playing with and get a bit more experience with because I'm interested to see whether it has a bit more legs in it. I do, I always did like with um, the core systems come from the sort of career progression thing in advanced careers and that kind of felt a lot more natural to me. And in some ways I feel this possibly does it slightly better than first edition Warhammer did anyway compared to when I used to play it. I've not played some of the newer systems to know, but from what I've heard, um, it sounds like it's quite a good system anyway. So yeah, uh, apologies to Fire Ruby Designs for my worst of review because it probably sounds quite negative, but yeah, I was just messing around really. I mean, I do find the initiative system an interesting choice because it, <laughs> it is more what I'm used to in sort of war gaming circles. Not all war games, it has to be said, but this kind of idea about, you know, you roll your dice still, you, you decide, you either decide what makes sense as to who goes first as someone's ambushing, you go with that, or you roll a d6 to decide, and then one person takes a turn, the next side, one of their characters takes a turn, and back and forth, um, which is, in some ways, I like it a little bit, because there's none of this whole one side taking an action, um, and you can be a bit tactical around who you let choose to go first in your team, etc., and all the rest of it and stuff, which can be quite interesting, rather than just rolling for initiative for everybody, so it's a bit like a side-based initiative, but not quite, because you do sort of alternate across, but yeah, it feels... It does feel slightly wargamey, I guess I'm being honest, because I'm used to it, I guess, from war games more than I am for most RPGs. But hey, it is what it is. It's not something you couldn't change if you didn't want to change it. So yeah. But yeah, I really like the character sheets, really like it. And it's 
on Foundry, which is always good for me because I like using Foundry. Um, but yeah, I like I like the fact it's simple but meaty enough that it's got a bit of meat on its bones really around it. Um, things I'm less kind of keen on, the whole dice for armor thing. Whilst it's quite nice to have that variation in it, again, when solo playing, it's a pain because the whole attacking thing and being attacked at the same time was also a slight pain from solo play would probably work better if I get a group together and play with them because you know we're kind of just rolling at the same time but um, the way it works in this game basically is that when it's your turn to attack or take an action if you attack you roll your attack rolls and oppose roll against their attack but you get a plus five because you're one initiating but they can still beat you and damage you so it's kind of like any time you're trying to hit them you leave yourself open to counter attack if your skill's not as good as theirs the swing around that one is that the same thing applies to them so if they try hitting you back same thing applies and again it's an interesting choice and i do kind of like it because it does keep the combat fairly quick the stamina levels are quite high with the characters so you're not completely um weak to get killed in like one hit but you the numbers do go down quite quickly because like i said you can get hit multiple times in the round even when you try and attack someone you can take damage so yeah so on the whole i would definitely recommend you check out this game the price is quite low generally if you check it on uh, drive through rpg there's a traitor's edition now mine's not the traitor's edition i got the original edition and haven't really upgraded because there's not a massive difference the rules tend to get updated recently um, it's worth saying if you look at old reviews there was confusion previously around about um, your career skill that your characters have um, but that's been resolved now and it is basically the lowest skill you have in your career is what your career skill is based on so yeah and that revolves around quite a lot of your progression so yeah i don't really have a lot more to say about the system really other than check it out i do kind of rate it i definitely say it's worth having a go and uh, yeah that's it really so thanks for listening and hopefully this review was useful so that's it for season three episode three of shadow of the gm podcast and um, hopefully i'll get a few more of these out this month review some other things um i mean it would be really nice with this game if there was like a sci-fi version it'd be really good if there's something i could do warhammer 40,000 role playing yes yes voice from the distance yes i know i know yes i know there was one out there this i'm kind of you know making a point because i'm going to review that one next probably or maybe a bit later anyway no yes well i know it seems a bit stupid because people might just think i don't know but i mean i can always add a bit in the end where i pretend to be talking to myself or a distant voice and then make it clear that i do know there's a, a sci-fi version of the game out there people don't ring up tell me okay what okay anyway yes so if you've got any questions any comments please feel free there is a link to speak which i'll put in the show notes to leave me a message and um, you can also contact me at gem shadow uh, to at gmail.com and gmshadow at hotmail.com as well if you want to they can also available on mastodon at gmshadow at ttrpg so it's like a dash hangout.social um, yeah and kicking around on facebook and discord kind of around quite a few groups so if you catch me on there always gmshadow give me a shout so until next time everyone keep on gaming